Welcome back to another Mommy and Me Monday. You already know this is the Mommy and Me podcast. I am Brie Renee. And I am the original Miss Renee. Yes, and we are back with another multi-generational conversation where we talk all things from motherhood to um, relationships to our community to entrepreneurship, finance, finance, financial literacy, and business. So I think we've we've been learning and growing a lot this season. This is our first season. We almost are coming up on the last week or two of our first season. I'm proud of us for pushing through. I think we got like 15 episodes in, which was difficult at times. Very. Mm-hmm. But we've, we've overcome. We did a lot. We have a, a new content creation space that we're going to rent out, that we're currently renting out. So if you're in the Atlanta area and need a space to create your content, pull up to the content group. Or to shoot a movie. Or to shoot a movie. A scene or you look at, or you got a new show that need a new home. Yep. Podcasts, social media content, TikToks, movies, um, fully feature films, episodic episode type shows or even if you want to have like a small little intimate event i think i I might have like a little event here okay yeah we're available so hit us up content crew let me know um but yeah so speaking of that that's like a new well we kind of birthed two businesses together we did what two of those mommy and me pod is a business yes it and 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 the content space. Yeah, the uh, content crib. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's two businesses we, we've done together. Yeah. I brought us. We pivoted our way into these businesses. So I want to talk today a little bit about, oh, if you haven't done so, please make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Turn on those post notifications so you never miss a mommy and me Monday. But today I want to talk a little bit about entrepreneurship and specifically about how to create multiple streams of income or how do you do that, the importance of that and knowing when and how to pivot in business or in entrepreneurship? Well, the knowing when to pivot is going to vary from situation to situation. Um, It may be as a result of you made one business successful, something happened and causes you to have to figure it out, figure something else out. Not to say that that business was a failure, that building, that business is no longer existing. Likewise, I created a business in the construction industry uh, for other personal reasons. I'm no longer associated with that business. And so now I've pivoted to the content creation space and the, uh, 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 podcast podcasting space and I enjoy it um so there are going to be different reasons that you pivot I am cracking up well you, you're going to be there's going to be different reasons for pivoting yeah. but I would say to anybody don't be afraid because if there's a vision out there if you can re- uh, perceive it you can receive it so you got to you, you can't be afraid to put one foot in front of the others. Nothing beats a failure but a try. So I say to anybody, if you have a dream and an aspiration and a desire to do anything, uh, don't go into it with the understanding that it's all about the dollar because it's not. Yeah. This dream, this creation of this podcast space wasn't about me and you making money. 
This was about no, me making use of space that I had already. This, it, it started out with me thinking that I was going to rent the space out for one reason, for one purpose, and you had a vision to do something else, and I didn't push back on the vision, and I said, let's run with it. So from that, we've been able to create this vision together, and we're making the best of it. Yeah. Um, so you just got to be willing to, to move, you know, do what, what feels good, and as I just say, give it 110%. Yeah, I think you and I, you and I were fortunate enough to where is I should say you were fortunate enough to where is we already owned the space, mm-hmm. and we were able to do what we wanted to do in the space and be just be a little bit creative mm-hmm. to make it work for us. And for those that don't own the space, don't be afraid to go out and acquire the space, or go out and rent the space, or go out and use the space, or find the space that you can rent use until you're able to obtain your own yeah because the space that we were renting was somebody else's rented space yes we were renting it from somebody who was renting yes yeah so you don't have to own the space no you don't have to own the space it came from our first episode we were renting and she was like you're paying how much for this space for today only or for this amount of hours and i told her and she was like i got a space that we could do this in and yeah, let's turn it into it. Let's do it. I mean, you know, look at the savings and then look at the endless possibilities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why um, I have been, for me, it's hard for me to multitask on big projects at the same time because when I'm locked in, I don't want to do anything but that one. Like, Like, if I'm here today present filming, I don't want to put out a fire doing anything else I anything else will have to wait I don't I don't like I like being 100% present in the moment I think that's how I I leave a lasting mark when it comes to filming or even engaging with people that is my gift I'm 100% present and so for me it is hard to juggle multiple businesses sometimes or projects at the same time because when I'm working on one and it doesn't have to be like like oh in my life right now I'm working on mommy and me but it's like hey so nothing else can come in no I could do that but I can only do like one or two things at a day that's because you need a team to help do that yeah I don't have my team yet. yeah you you need a team yeah you know we we all can only do so much mm-hmm. we need a team we need a team. So before you start managing or getting out multiple businesses. As you grow, as you build. Yeah, you need a team. In, yeah, incorporate a team. People to help you. Yeah. Along the way. I have Kaylin and Courtney. Them is my only two people. And I try. That's your team. Even, but I for now, that, I as, you, as you grow yeah, you a little more. Finances to like fully. Quit saying what you don't have. You got to have faith that your finances are coming so that you can grow that team. You just need to read up. Well, because yeah. I need two assistants at this point. Yeah, and sometimes I think I need a person. I think assistant. I feel like Kaylin is my PA, my my production assistant. Like I, she can be there on filming days and help orchestrate things. But then I have Courtney, who's more like an administrative assistant, yeah. who will handle all the emails mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the corresponding and yeah, my schedule. And, right. and you may need another assistant to do something else. I have a lot of assistants. And I still think I need think everybody is assistant. I just think, and I still need somebody to to help me, even you know, do my day to day stuff. How much do you think, or when do you think you know 
to get it's time to build out a team. When you realize I need help, I can't do it all. You Thank start building your team at that point. People that you can count on, rely on to do certain things for you. You know, and 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 that goes hand in hand with pivoting. I say, start from scratch, figure out what it is you want to do, and figure out how to make it come true. Mm-hmm. That's that's the first thing. Yeah, and don't pursue. And and I'd say this every time you you talk to me, you meet me. Don't pursue it just because you think you're gonna make a lot of money at it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Yeah, no. When we like you said, when we started the content space, we weren't thinking about money. No. Well, we were thinking about saving money, right? Yeah, not necessarily making money. But now that's what I'm saying with this new season, with the end of Black Girl stuff coming up for, and we're getting a break on that season, and then we're coming up on the end of our first season of this. I want to take a couple weeks where we're not putting out content, so I can really focus on getting this place booked. Yeah, and consistently like bought out. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it'll be here. But I think that like knowing for me, when I think of pivoting too, like in my career, the biggest time that I've pivoted recently is when I left the radio station mm-hmm. and having to pivot. I it was like listing pros and cons and. I had to sit down with my counsel, which I consider on my counsel is like you, my manager, Meek, other people that I respect or opinions I value in the industry who've been doing it a little bit longer. Um, I sat down with my counsel and I asked you guys individually and had conversations with y'all about whether or not you thought it was time for me to lead a station, had I outgrown it, you know, could I value anything from from staying there and stuff like that? So having that conversation, having people that you respect their opinions on, I feel like can help bounce off ideas or Absolutely. help you let had let you know when it's time to pivot or how to pivot or help you see things that you can't see. Absolutely, everybody needs to counsel um, in their life. Period. Every king and queen in history has ever had a counsel. Always had a counsel because even Jesus had disciples. Absolutely, because there are things that we don't know. Mm. No, I mean, even in creating this space, there are a lot of things I don't know. You don't, and I'd be and, like, and, and, you don't do nothing else without calling me. You know, there's a lot of things you don't know. We we rely on those people with those expertise to teach us, tell, help us along the way. And so that's what people got to really not be afraid to do is reach out and ask someone. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you got to ask. You don't know, you got to ask. I don't pretend to know everything. So if you're thinking about, if you're on the fence about whether or not it's time for you to pivot in your career, in your dream, I think that sitting down with the counsel that you respect. And take that leap of faith. And also taking their criticism. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I go back and I have to say that one of the lessons I was taught very early on in life is to believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Bet on yourself and trust in God. Right. Because if you don't, no one else will. Yeah. Nobody's going to work harder for you than you. Nobody. How do you... Do you ever get burned out? Yeah. What do you do when you get burned out? Rest. Take a break. Step back. Some days take a day off from it. Go do something fun. I feel like I'm kind of getting burnt out. 
not in a major burn. I've been, trust me, I've been burned out before. But like right now, I feel kind of like creatively tired. I'm tired. St take a break. I want a break. But I take want like a real break. Like I want like. Take I need like two weeks where I don't got to do nothing. Take a break. Take take a vacation. And go on vacation. Yeah, take on vacation. That's go on vacation. It's, it's about time. Because I usually go, I try to go on one once a quarter. Mm -hmm. And I think the last time I went somewhere was January. Yeah. It's take about a vacation. time for me to go somewhere again. I think that's what it is. I think that, but for those who can't get away. Learn a new sport. And take a vacation. What what's something that they could do to prevent burnout, or not prevent it? Because I think that is normal. That we'll all get burnt out. I, you know what I? You know what I? I've, I've started doing. What? Uh, now that I have more time on my hand, playing golf. Something I've always wanted to do. With those knees? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Playing golf. Mm -hmm. It's a we golf range too. Yeah, we bought it. Jackie and I bought a set of golf clubs and. Uh, I, I, after playing in the dirt, we're gonna go play golf. They said I'm waiting for her to get her hip replaced this week, and um, we're hitting the golf course. They say big business is made on the golf all course. kind of deals are made on the golf course. So I'm gonna go make some big major deals. And let me tell you another business that make some big. Let me let me tell you another business that I'm starting. What? Uh, it's called Build Your Own. Okay. It is. Do you own the name before we put that out there? But you will by the time we do. Yeah. Okay. Build your own. Mm-hmm. Um, what is build your own? For all of those uh, people that are eager to build their own homes, uh, renovate their own homes, do some major construction, um, they'll be able to hire a consultant. And you'll pay initial consulting fee. And that consulting fee will go towards the ultimate cost of the product, you know. And you'll be able to get your hands dirty. Somebody will be there with you the entire step along the way. And uh, to build whatever, you know, to recreate whatever you desire to do. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. I might be one of your first clients. Yeah, absolutely. Build and, you, your own, and this is how you can build your own house. Absolutely. This is how build your own. Build your own space. Build your own house. Build your own whatever. Yeah. Build your own. Yeah. What made you come up with this? Uh, because that's something I love to do. Build. I love to do. I love I telling you that. I you. love to be creative. I'm very creative with my hands. I can see it. I can visualize it. And I can tell you how to do it. How to put it together. And I so have a hell. That 10 by 4 and that, that give you two screws. <laughs> oh, hammerhead. No, I have a crew that I wouldn't trade for the world. And we've been together for the last 20 years. And there's literally nothing that this crew and I can't do. They, they literally built everything that y'all see right now. They literally built every house I've lived in for the past 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. We've built, we've renovated, 
We've, you know, we, we've done a lot of things together. Everything, yeah. all the way down to fixing my garbage disposal. Absolutely. And you know what? <laughs> when they talk about flip this house, that shit should have been me. Yeah. Many, many, many years ago. And I passed up on the opportunities. Well. You know? Um, don't miss your blessings, sweetheart. Oh, no. I didn't miss my blessing because what God has for me is for me. Yeah. And I, we're going to, we're going to, we, we're rolling that program out. Um. I've already got a, um, people now that are that are trying to, you know, I've got probably a good 30, 40 people right now that that are interested and that are you know, committed to subscribing and willing to pay the initial fee. And it's not for everybody, you know, um, because one thing I'm confident of, the one thing that I'm, and I assure people of, is that when I finish with the project and when we finish with their project, they're gonna go into that project with more with more equity than they would have had they went and bought the house traditionally. Because ninety percent of the time when people buy houses, they go into them, they don't they have no equity. It takes them years to build the equity in their homes. Do it our way and you go in with instant equity. Okay. You go. Is it what? We, in, in essence, it's a concept where we're taking out the middleman. Right. You become your middleman. You put all the equity back in your pocket. You save your money. Yeah. So for all those that are interested, is there like a certain amount of money that you need to start with? Depends on what you want to do. You you you. You know, depending on what your budget is, will determine what our fees are. And whatever the budget is, if it goes over that, you will pay. Yeah, we're going to charge a flat fee, a flat percentage of whatever the cost of the budget is. Do you? And you pay you pay a percentage of that up front to lock in your space, that commitment that we're going to work. We don't want those people. If you can't afford our services, then we, we don't want you to nickel and dime us to death. We're not going to nickel and dime you to death. Here's what you're going to do to pay to get us to get on our list, on our line, and we're going to walk you through the process from the beginning to the end. And you're going to control the process. Not me. You and your budget. Your time frame will control your process. Okay. Do you feel like every good idea you have, you should execute it into a business? Like every idea for business you have should be... Every every good idea I've had didn't uh, grow to the point of a business now. So how do people know to distinguish between an idea or business they should be pivoting towards versus that just sound good? You got to go through it. You know, you got to do some analogy. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? Is it something that will will be a benefit of value? You know, is it, is it something that, that can be of use? You know, um... Or is it just some crazy idea that I have that I can't bring to fruition? So you you got you got to weigh all of those things, and if you're able to bring it to fruition and it's something that you can make a living at, something that's going to benefit somebody, then it may be something that may be a demand for it. Okay, that's fair. So you got to answer a couple questions. Yeah. Have you always went through that checklist every time you pivoted from yes. career to career? Yes. Can I make a living at it? Is it something that's in demand? Is it feasible? How how expensive is it going to be? You know, 
What is it going to require of me? Am I, am, I, am I capable of delivering? You know, those are all the questions that you got to answer. What is it going to take for me to deliver? And then that sometimes you still got to go back to your counselor and say, hey, does this make sense? Is this something you think is feasible? You know, get a different perspective. Sometimes you got to go to your counselor and say, I need to borrow something. <laughs> what you got on my pivot? Sometimes. It I depends. have five on it. It depends. It just depends on what that pivot is. What if everybody in your counselor be like, oh, hell no. Have you ever had an idea that you didn't think, or that you thought was good, but everybody in your counselor was like, no, and then you pursued it anyway? No. Because somebody's got to be the wiser. So you, you know, you're like, like, everybody can't be lying. Everybody can't be lying. If everybody's telling you no. I mean, I've had some ideas. I've, I've, I've been so pissed off, you know, in some situations in my life recently that I'm like, I want to sue every goddamn bodies involved. Everybody that's touched it, everybody that thought it, everybody had anything to do with it, I'm ready to sue their asses. And I'm ready to, you know, just a matter of the, my lawyers filing the paper, then my other lawyers, and everybody said, nope, not a good time. Hold off, wait. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, God, you know, I'm ready. But you got to back up. You got to listen. What's something you wish you had pursued and didn't? Or maybe something pursued something sooner? I try not to have any regrets in my life about something I wish I had pursued sooner or something I wish I hadn't pursued. Or you think could have been a, a lot further along had you went through with that sooner? I don't know because I truly believe that everything happens in divine order. Everything happens when it's supposed to happen. You know, I may have, you know, wanted to do something, but I, I've always felt like if and when it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah. So I don't go through life regretting, say, oh, man, I should have did this. I would have been not. For... No, I just, I just, that's not me. I'm not that person. If I went after something, I did it. If it was meant for me to accomplish, I did it. And if it wasn't, it wasn't, you know? And I just think that it happened because that's not what God had in store for me. And I don't regret things, you know. I, even things that have not been from to my good, even things that have hurt me, you know. Even things that, even relationship with people mm. that have that have hurt me and that have caused me harm, and and have caused me, you know, a great deal of of heartache and pain and a lot of other things. I still don't regret it because it was it's necessary to get me to a point. Yeah. It's necessary for. There's a lesson in it all. You know, God is trying to tell me something, show me something. And it, even if it's just to, to build my faith, mm. you know, sometimes we, we think, you know, we, our faith is this and our faith is that. But sometimes our faith has, has to be tested. Yeah. And so when you go through those times and those tribulations, you know, it, rely, it, it, it enables you to, to go back, you know, to that, to that beginning, go back to that faith and go back and understand that it's going to work out for my good. I've got to put my faith back into my almighty. You know, I was, I was talking to um, some people last night and I was, you know, dealing and, and reflecting on a personal situation. And there is something particular that we were talking about and it dawned on me that in order for me to benefit from this situation right now, mm -hmm. 
this happened, God put this in motion years before I was even born or thought about. Mm -hmm. Because he knew that this very day would, would come. come. Yeah. And I, and I began to say, you know, and it, it brought me back to a point of realizing that God got me. Yeah. My faith is, you know, my faith in God, it was just, it, it, I felt renewed in a sense. You know, it's like, wow, ain't God good? Yeah. Because he knew that this day right here would come. And I, I would need this very thing right here. But yet he allowed, he put this in motion even before I was born. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Thank you, Lord. You know, I, I, I realize that, you know, he's, he, he's, he's, he's awesome. So have faith in yourself. Believe in, trust in God. Understand that, you know, don't regret things that you, you've gone through. Don't regret your path and, and, and the things that you passed up or didn't come or, or you, you know. So I don't go through life wishing I had done this or wishing I had done that, or regretting I did this, because it worked out in divine order. And it's always going to work out in divine order. Okay. That's real. I think that another thing that I would add when it comes to pivoting from career to career or business or from expanding in business is pivot while you still got the ball in your hand. Meaning, like, don't quit completely one job or business or wait till that's over to start something new. Sometimes you may have to. You gotta pivot when you pivot. You know, I don't say okay. I, I don't I don't think that Okay. You can ever plan a perfect moment to pivot to pivot. I think when life Deals you lemonade, you make lemons out of it. I mean, when your life deals you lemon, you make lemonades out of them. Okay. So that the, the, the reason you pivoted might be as a result of receiving some lemons. But yet you took them lemons and you squeezed them and now you were able to make lemonade and you pivoted to another position and now, voila. You're right. Sometimes you don't have the choice to plan. You don't. But if I do have the choice to plan, I want to... Yeah, well, believe it, but but you know what? Sometimes if you do have the choice, you'll sit right there and be be content. You won't move. Sometimes things in life force you to pivot, and you got to be willing to go. Hmm. You're right. See, sometimes we sit back and we we're so we've gotten so comfortable in our little cocoon, and things are going well, and you're making X amount, and things are happening, and Life is grand. Life is perfect. You know, and you'll sit there. When God's got something else he needs you to do, and you, you don't know what it is, you, you don't have a clue about what it is, then all of a sudden the rug is snatched from under you, and guess what? You find yourself pivoting. Yeah. And you, you go forward and you make lemonade out of the lemons that you've just been dealt. Like he forces you. He forces you. He throws the lemons at you like, boo, tomato, tomato, but it's yeah. like lemons. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? You say, thank you, Lord. Because, see, what I've learned is no matter what you dealt with, no matter what is thrown at you when it comes to pivoting, as long as you know who you are and who you belong to, mm -hmm. 
it doesn't matter what is thrown at you, you're going to be okay. I think I'm at that point where I know that. You, you, you're going to be okay. Because you know, regardless. Like, of, I've survived 100% of God, cause you, trial cause, and tribulation. Because you know God got you. Yeah. God got He's you. He's showing me. He is showing you time and time and time again. Yeah. He got, so what's I've that? Seen it with so, my own eye. so what that does is that gives you, and people like to call it arrogant. It gives you the confidence. It's confidence. It's like, I know I have the confidence in God. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it gives you the confidence yeah. to walk that walk. It's like, wow, everything, it's like everything you're going through and the, and the world is looking at you and they're beating you down. The world's talking shit about you. They're throwing everything at you. They're treating you bad. They're but yet and still you holding your head yeah, up. You have confidence in it. And you have oh. confidence. They say, oh, you handle that with such grace. It's it's not grace. It's, it's confidence. confidence. That I know God's going to get me through it. God got me. Yeah. God got he's me. He's always had me. Always had me. Yeah. And he's going to continue to, because let me tell you something. As long as I continue to be the person that I am, mm -hmm. I live by my principles. Yeah, my moral code. My moral code. Nothing, nothing anybody can do is going to hurt me. You may cause me some damage. You may cause me some harm. You may cause me to stumble. I may even fall. But guess what? My God has the ability to pick me up. Dust me off and make me whole again. Make me whole again. And when he makes me whole again, my wholeness will far outweigh anything mm -hmm. you can you you've taken from me. Yeah. And sometimes he he allows these circumstances to happen to take things from you so that they can be removed so he can make room for what you really deserve. Absolutely. Even bigger and better. Abs absolutely. Yeah. He's making room. So you know, I would that goes me back to you know, that the movie I was watching and this little girl had gotten kidnapped. I'm trying to think of that girl in the closet, I believe it was. And part of it was the little girl who had gotten taken from a mother and she had this prayer that she, she prayed every day. And it's like, she prayed these prayers, this, this prayer every single day, all the time. And, and, and the more she prayed it, the more she was being abused, the more she was being sex trafficked, the more she's been everything. But that, prayer kept her it kept her she knew that the day was going to come regardless of everything she went through she's going to get back to her mom and to me that's a testament that hey no matter what you're going through God's going to deliver it he as long as you have that faith and believe he's going to deliver you I agree you got to keep that faith though. you got to keep that faith in everything you do, you got to have that faith in God. I don't care how many times you pivot, what it is you're pivoting to, through, and part of your faith. And if you got faith in God, that faith in itself will dictate your life and your lifestyle. So you can't have faith in God and be this, this, this tyrant, this mean and evil, vicious person, this person that steps on, kicks everybody, you know, rude and just nasty per you, you you're not a, you, you ain't got faith in God because if you got faith in God you know that ain't that's not how you treat people right. you you know if you if you're not willing to give somebody something you always want somebody to give you that that's not that's not that's not having faith in God you know if you got faith in God then you know that what little you have sometimes is always best to share and give because you know whatever it is you got you desire God's yeah. go he's going to provide so 
you know, you, you got to have, you got to know what that faith is. You got to know how to live and walk in that faith, what that means to be, you know, a person of faith. And so that, that to me, it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I think that before you or when you're making those pivots, you should have these conversations with God and be like, okay, God, what is it that you, where would you like me to go? Where would you like me to pivot? And you got it. Well, when you have those conversations, you better be strong enough to, to understand and heed to his word. Because a lot of times, you know, they all, and the t you're taught your ways are not his ways. So when you ask God, yeah, it's say his will be his his will be done. Not yours. That's not yours. So you got to be strong enough to accept his will, because his will may not be what you want now. Oh, Lord, you know, hey, show me, guide me, Lord. If it's not for me, then show me what is for me. If it's not for me, send me a sign, Lord. Let me know that He will, if you really, really pay attention. God, this is what I desire. This is what I want. This is what Lord. If this is for me, then, Lord, allow this to happen. If it's not for me, then show me why. And, and, and whatever I desire, whatever is for me, Lord, then I, I trust in you to provide it and to give it to me. That trust, man, and follow, that obedience is key. Because the key. more you follow and be obedient, the louder his voice and his will will become. So you like it'll naturally get easier and easier for you to hear him. But at the same time, it's so hard to go against what you think is best for your life when it doesn't coincide with what he has for his will over your life. Yeah. When, you're, when you're going completely different or he's making you go in a different direction to what you want to go. And you're like, but what I want is over there. And it's like, yeah, but what you need. Yeah, or absolutely. Yeah, but what I got and you to. keep run, you keep running to it, and you yeah. keep running to it, and it's and like keep running to it. the goalposts. Yes, and every time you run to it, you you can't ever get there. You can't get there. You can't get. This is why you lay down and you cry and you cry. It's like okay, I'm not believing anymore. I'm just gonna stop because that's not what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want, and I don't understand why God won't give it to me. Yeah. Because that's not what he, that's not his will. It's not his will for you. And it's his will, not yours. Yep. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. To that point of emotional maturity. I think I'm at that point, but I'm still trying to constantly figure out. I know what his will is always greater than mine, but I'm always trying to figure out making sure that I'm actually moving in alignment with his will and not my own. Because when it's his, when you're in alignment with him, and it's his will, it becomes effortless. He's already prepared it and p p paved the way for it. Mm -hmm. He'll make a way. Okay. You'll 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 know when it comes together. Okay. I'll feel it. Yeah. He'll show you. You walk, he'll open doors that you wouldn't even, you couldn't even imagine that could be open for you. He'll put people in your life to do things for you that, wow, God, I, I, I wouldn't have never thought that this person could help me do this. So I never, you know, never knew that this person had the ability to do, God, I never, you know, wow, you put me here to meet this person because this is what I was, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll put you where you need to be. That's when you know it's his will. Because, see, you don't have the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. we, we, we don't have the ability to do that, to open doors. 
We think we can. Oh, I'm this person. I'm. Oh, I'm a kid. You don't know. Yeah, I'm, you ain't shit. <laughs> I'm serious. We're not shit. No. We're nothing compared to him. He's with. We are nothing. Nothing. We don't have the ability to do nothing without his will. You're right. I agree. Yeah. It's just about having that faith. You got to have faith. Absolutely. And all, all you do. Yeah. You got to have that faith. Right. I and believe in I think in that, yourself. that belief in yourself too, but I think that, that strengthening that faith and that relationship is not a one-time thing. I think it's like always you're going to grow in that relationship. Absolutely. Like with a parent. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, now it's time for I Want to Know. You know, this is the part of the episode where we ask each other questions that we want to know or maybe questions that you guys have asked us that you guys want to know and we have to answer them. So I want to know, since we're talking about pivoting and, you know, having these conversations sometimes that you don't even want to have, but or, you know, getting opinions that you might not want to hear, hearing them from your counsel. And like we ex right, explained that every successful person and king or queen all the way back to medieval times had counsels. So, like, what do you think? I want to know what do you think are good qualities to look for in the council? Or like, how do you know a person is somebody who is valuable to be on your council? Well, you got to look at the life they live. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't go to um, a person who can't maintain a relationship to get relationship advice. Right. I, I, w I would I would seek out those people to be on my council, those people who I respect, first yeah. and foremost, for whatever reasons. Um, I respect their values. I respect the person that they are. I respect, you know, their grind or their hustle or or the, 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 the accomplishments that they've made or they've had in their lives. So those are the type of people that, that serve on my council. And those God-fearing people. Mm -hmm. You see, I don't. I, I, sometimes when you got a council, you know, you, you may just want to talk to a Pacific council about something you're struggling with. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, you want to talk to your council about, you know, a relationship issue. You know, you, or you want to talk to them about a spiritual issue. You know, so they're, they're, you got to have a multifaceted council and you, you got to have people that have demonstrated and they live those qualities. Not somebody just talk to talk, but people that you can look at and, and, and see that they walk the walk. Ooh, I just thought about like, so for my council, like you said, I obviously have women who've been in the media industry longer than I have because I respect them and they're, and they've maneuvered this career field before me. Um, I have a manager who's in my council. I have you, that is a successful entrepreneur, you know, so sometimes I actually business things, but I was just thinking about when you were talking about the qualities, like, well, as long as they got the quality, I was thinking the quality that I'm asking about, they have it. But what I just thought about is like, mm, like say, say, like you said, you wouldn't ask for relationship advice from somebody who's single, right? Mm -hmm. But, well, or maybe that's a bad one. But, like, um, at one point, I didn't feel like I could ask you career advice in media because you weren't in media. So it was like, if you don't really get what I'm asking about. But now I realize, too, that not only is them having the qualifications of that genre, 
that you need the advice on, but also the moral compass and principles to operate from because they're still making their decision based off of their root foundational principles. So if you don't even share the same principles or beliefs as me, I really can't trust your decision-making skills because even though I'm asking you, should I do business with this person like this or not, you might be like, no. Because they have, they have, they they see it as some type of uh, get over or right. underlying scheme, right. or some hustle. You right. know, when you you gotta, you, yeah, you gotta remove. You, your your counsel has to be the same basic foundation morals, mm -hmm. moral compass, and absolutely. principles that y'all operating on. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because that's like the basic, and then it's whatever genre. Yeah. Absolutely. I would agree. That's good. That's good. I think I, that's the, so the first thing is making sure your counsel, all y'all have the same basic root foundational principles and moral code. Yes. And then, and then adding on to your counsel based off of the genres that they specialize in. Yeah. I would agree. Whether it's like, okay, I'm going to talk to this person about God because they have a deeper relationship or I'm going to talk to this person about my career field because they're in that field or this person because you know, they make good money or financial choices, things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That's fair. Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay. Well, what do you want to know from me? Well, I want to know um, what caused you to make that pivot from, I guess, the radio station when you made it? Because I remember for years trying to encourage you to pivot to do something else and you 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 what you wouldn't do it and then i respect your decision not to do it but what was it that just caused you to say okay i'm i'm out of here i'm pivoting um i think for me i it was a lot of different things i was working 7 days a week mm -hmm. i realized how miserable i was with working seven days a week and not having a day off. Um, I realized that I was also the person that the station always could count on. I was always reliable. I would show up to work when nobody else would um, every holiday. So they took advantage of that. And I felt like I was being taken advantage of because when I needed them to show me that they valued me, whether it be in promotion or or a raise, they were hesitant. And I'm like, wait a minute now. Hold up, I'm the one you can count on. Why can't I count on you guys? Right. So it was the lack of reciprocity that I was continuing to receive, as well as I think they just had a lack of growth and opportunity for me at that station. I still value the relationships that I've built there. I think that um they've they were the first people or first corporations to actually believe in me and, and, and you know, allow me to cultivate my talent there. They've given me so many view uh, pointers and, and, you know, helped me build relationships from that experience. So I'm so grateful for it. But I think at some point I outgrew the opportunities that they had available for me. And I'm a person who is... Um, committed in, in love and obsessed with growth. And so if I'm not growing or if I don't see room for growth, then I gotta go. Deuces. Yeah, so for me, it wasn't really about the finance, even though that was one of the deciding factors or even the working seven days a week because I'll grind. I think the biggest thing was, I don't think they have room for me to grow anywhere here. 
this is starting to feel like a dead end at this moment. And it's not to say that it won't, you know. I might, I'm still Radio Bay. I'll return to radio one day. But it'll be your own radio station. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe it might be a 200, $300 million deal with. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. I can, I can, I can live with that. No. I can live with that. Yeah, so. But you know, I've always been one to encourage you. To do it on your own. To do it on your own. You know, stop asking people. I don't want to do everything on my own. Well, fine. Then pick and choose. But just know. Well, let me say this. I've always been the one to encourage you and make you understand and realize that if you choose to do that, you're more than capable of doing it on your own. You are. And I think that's good to know. I think that everybody should have the belief system. But you also also should know that you don't have to do everything alone. True. And some things are not meant for you to do alone. I don't think that every idea that I have, I'm supposed to own it. Okay, I agree. And I I feel the same way. Everything I execute, I don't have to have. Some things, yes, I want the credit. I want my name attached to it. I want to be the CEO and I want to be the boss. Sometimes I don't want to be the boss. Sometimes I want to show up and just come here to do what y'all pay me to do. I agree. And leave. I agree. Get this little money and go on by my business. I agree. Sometimes I don't want the stress and the overload of having to think of every single detail. I agree. I'm not even a detail-oriented person. I am a big-picture person. So let me know what you want me to do. I'm going to pull up and do it, and then I'm out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's what I've learned. It's okay to be the boss, and it's okay for you to choose not to be. Yeah. It don't make you lazy. It don't make you less of. Sometimes you lean in. Sometimes... It's it's more it's less stressful. The opera the the what do they call it? The um when you take a risk, the risk cost. When you're deciding to take a risk, it's not operational cost. I don't know. Whatever it is, it sometimes it ain't worth it. Yeah, the risk versus reward sometimes don't outweigh. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, okay, I might as well just take this little reward. I don't have to be full-fledged, all hands in, because the risk ain't worth it. I agree. Tell you. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. That's been another episode of Mommy and Me. Thank y'all for tuning in to this week's episode. Let us know if you have any questions that you want to know, any topics that you want us to cover, any guests that you feel like should be on here. Let us know below. Let us know. You know what I want to know? Who are some moms that you want to talk to or want to hear from? Whether it's moms that you know are moms or you like, I wish I could sit down with such and such mom. Like, I really would love to sit down with, like, Krishan Rock's mom. I know you don't know who that is. But I would like to sit down with their mom. But if you got any moms or people out there, you like, I want to hear from this person's mom. You know, ultimately, the greatest mom I think there might be out there besides you, like, in, in media or entertainment, I think would be Kris Jenner. I would love for us to get to the point where we sitting down with Kris Jenner. We'll make that happen. Yeah. You, you're the black Kris Jenner. Okay. We'll make that happen. Yeah. Just way less kids. Way less kids. Way less, way less kids. Yeah, less, way, less, way less drama. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, um, thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe so you stay tuned and never miss a Mommy and Me episode. We're out.